Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. And today, we're going to look at the top 10 predictions for the Biden presidency. Uh, I think it's a good time now that Joe Biden has been president of the United States for, well, let's see, one or two days now, full days. And uh, I think it's a good time to take a look and make some predictions about uh, what his presidency is going to look like and what is going to happen during his time as president. And, you know, I could have put on the list things like, um, you know, boys are going to be able to play in girls' sports or, uh, you know, go ahead and be uh, in there and use their bathrooms and locker room facilities. Uh, but, of course, that has already happened. And so his first full day, one of the things he did was he made it so boys could play in girls' sports. So much for Title IX and everything that that uh, has gone into uh, forwarding girls' sports. Uh, but... Uh, that couldn't be put on the list because it's already happened, so it wouldn't be a prediction. But we did come up with 10 others that I think uh, that you'll like, and let's get right into them. Prediction number one, Biden will find things much worse than he was told. Uh, you know, this was something that uh, President Obama actually used a lot. This was kind of his go-to thing. Uh, Obama would find things that... Uh, that he couldn't really do much about or, you know, promises he had made on the campaign trail that he wasn't going to be able to fulfill. And uh, instead of just saying, yeah, you know, I'm not going to be able to do this or this is a promise that I probably shouldn't have promised or whatever, uh, then he actually would say, you know, that things were so much worse than he was told. And man, wow, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to really work hard. In fact, you know, he'd say, I'm working, I'm working harder than I ever have on anything else or whatever, you know, and, and, and he, he would uh, come up with all these different things about how bad things were so much worse than he ever thought going into it. And so it was going to take much more time uh, to, to, uh, to fix these things. And, you know, uh, Biden has, has learned from that. I, I'm, I'm positive. And I think what you're going to find is you're going to find that he says that, uh, that anything that goes wrong during, during his time in office, he's just simply going to blame it on Trump. You know, wow, things were just so much worse under Trump. Boy, I didn't even, you know, you, you, you should have seen how things were when, you know, we took over. In fact, we've already even seen some signs of that. Uh, Biden already uh, said that Trump didn't leave him uh, a uh, vaccina vaccination distribution plan and that he was going to have to start from scratch when it came from the uh, came to the distribution of the vaccine. And... Uh, of course, Dr. Fauci actually had a really good laugh over that when he heard that, <laughs> and uh, it was obviously proven uh, false, uh, and uh, and this was just simply a lie. And so we've already seen signs that this uh, prediction is going to come true, and I, I'm pretty confident that it will. Prediction number two, Antifa becomes more than just an idea. Um, you know, Biden said uh, during the debates with Trump that Antifa was just an idea. It's not, not a, an organization in any way. It's, it's, not, it's not a group of individuals. It's just, it's just an idea, a good idea that people should be anti-fascist. And, and of course, we know that that is completely false. But, um, but I think it's kind of interesting because I, th I think you're going to see more and more of Antifa. And they're, they're not going to go away by any means just because Joe Biden is in office. Uh, when I was mayor... Uh, we were fighting some some real corruption, and we had a lot of people who didn't like that at all. 
and they were threatened uh, by it. Their their state station in this in the community uh, was threatened. Their power was threatened. Uh, their identities, whatever. There, there was a lot of things uh, that they didn't like about that, and so uh, they were working really hard to get rid of myself and some others that were uh, working really hard to get rid of corruption. <laughs> so um, one of the things that they did was they uh, they uh, talked a guy into uh, being an attack dog. And what I mean by that was that he was designed, his, his whole intention of everything that he did and, and interacted with the city was designed to create chaos. And a lot of chaos, a lot of work. Uh, they, they were, uh, he, he would come up with, with multiple things uh, that we were uh, to do as a city. Uh, what I mean by that is he would, he would request a lot of different um, things to be uh, given to him from the archives, let's say, uh, a lot of a lot of paperwork. Just uh, he would come to the the city council meetings and 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 decry all kinds of stuff that we were uh, supposed to be working on. I mean, I, I can even remember one time uh, th- there was this uh, th- just this little kind of it wasn't even a bridge. It was it was a road that went over a tiny little uh, area that didn't even have water in it most of the time. And uh, and there was a you know a pipe that went underneath the the road, and uh, he felt like uh, there needed to be handrails uh, on the side of the road to uh, to to keep people uh, that were walking on the side of the road from falling into this ditch. And so uh, he made all kinds of stink about it, and and there there was just there was a lot of things that he did as an attack dog to try to make life miserable for those that worked for the city. Uh, and, and create, and like I say, the, the basic tenet was that, uh, how much chaos can, can I create uh, at the city level. And so uh, this attack dog uh, was there designed to keep us busy doing those things and uh, not, uh, not have our eyes on things that uh, were really truly corrupt. Um, I, I, I say this because I, you come across an article here and this is from January 21st, so this is, uh, you know, the, day, the article uh, in, in PT News from Stephen o- uh, Oatley. He, uh, he chronicles here what happened the night of the inauguration. Uh, and, and this is kind of interesting, I think. Uh, he says that as the National Guard flooded our nation's capital to protect our democracy from unspecified and unspecific threats, from Trump supporters, cities across the country broke out in predictable violence. Although most of these cities prepped for the violence from the right, it was not those on the right who destroyed their towns. It was instead the very same groups that have been attacking cities and neighborhoods for months. In Portland, Oregon, dozens of protesters, all part of the mythical Antifa movement, attacked their city for the sixth time this year, that means the sixth time this month, and the month isn't even over. Uh, and we know, and I, just a side note, we know, uh, living close to Portland, that uh, these attacks have gone on night after night after night um, for months. And so, uh, you know, this is this is nothing new. Protesters attacked police in broad daylight and vandalized and destroyed the De- Democratic Party of Oregon headquarters and several other businesses. In fact, I will interject here. There was they, they even carried banners. Uh, one said, "We don't want Biden. We want revenge." 
<laughs> uh, which tells you something here. Uh, protesters hampered the rescue of an occupied vehicle involved in an accident, blocking first responders from responding and forcing them to call backup just to render aid to both the driver and the young child trapped inside. As night fell in Portland, these protesters attacked the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Building near the waterfront, causing federal agents to be deployed. Protesters cried out as federal agents responded, saying the use of force by federal agents was unjustified, exclaiming that they were only spray-painting and breaking windows. Protesters lit both the American flag and Biden campaign flags on fire. In Denver earlier in the day, police and protesters Antifa clashed after two Trump supporters were mobbed and beaten by Antifa. Antifa successfully burned several American flags. When the police arrived, protesters chased them out of the park and set additional flags on fire. In Sacramento, dozens of armed Antifa marched through the city for hours, forcing a large contingent of police to follow them throughout the city. The protesters stomped to their feet and pounded on drums, chanting F.U. to the racist system, F.U. is what they did. Um, police pulled over two vehicles full of protesters, uh, charging one with illegally um, having pepper spray. Uh, and, and in Seattle, Antifa protesters damaged property at the, uh, the courthouse there and attacked a, a local Starbucks restaurant. Uh, an Amazon Go store was graffitied and the windows were smashed. And so what we're seeing here is we're seeing that the attack dog that uh, Biden loved to use when it came to Antifa uh, and those like them uh, are not, they're just not going to go away. The, the, uh, in, in, in the town where I was at, that, uh, that attack dog did not quit when uh, I was not, no longer mayor. After I had left town and moved away, uh, that attack dog continued, and he, uh, and he made life miserable. In fact, he made it so miserable, the, the next mayor that came in, uh, he resigned. Uh, the, all of the um, city staff, all the, uh, the city manager, everyone resigned uh, after, right after I left. Um, even the city manager that came in and replaced that city manager resigned uh, just a few months into uh, their job. Uh, and, and almost all of the city council resigned. There was just so much chaos. In fact, there was news stories even you know, about how this was a city that without a government. <laughs> and so, um, it was, it was, it was really bad. And, uh, and they continued to do their thing, which was to be an attack dog. And that's what we're seeing here. Antifa is just simply an attack dog and, and they are, um, they're going to continue to do what they do because they are believers in, a, in anarchy. I mean, a lot of these Antifa guys, they, they are just simply people like, uh, you know, you probably were in high school and, and, uh, and you, you you saw the guy who was kind of a little bit of a loner, and he was, uh, you know, kind of the dark kind of uh, individual uh, who would, you know, write little uh, anarchy signs on his peachy. And I, I know there's not not a lot of peaches around anymore, but um, but you know that these were the type of guys that that uh, that Antifa is, and uh, and and they just love anarchy, they love chaos, and they're not going to quit. So that's prediction number two. All right, prediction number three. China virus will dramatically get better. 
Uh, now that uh, China, the China virus has served its purpose, it will now go away. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I probably have the least confidence in this one, uh, as there is still purpose for the China virus. Um, so if there's one of these predictions that doesn't come completely true or whatever, I, I think this is probably the one. But uh, Biden, Biden signed an executive order uh, the, on the very first day uh, of his presidency, uh, making it mandatory to wear masks on planes, trains, and federal property. And then he proceeded to go to the Lincoln Monuments without a mask. And so uh, we're seeing that, you know, the China virus is, it, it, it served a purpose and, and it uh, helped get Biden elected. And now, you know, they're going to try to make it go away because, uh, hey, Biden's in office now. And, and look what he's, he's done. Uh, I still think it serves a purpose. And so there's going to be you know, some of it still out there. We're still going to see, you know, some, uh, some regulations and things that happen. But, um, but we will see it get dramatically better, if nothing else. All right, prediction number four. The media will love Jill Biden. The mainstream media has spent the last four years ignoring our first lady, uh, Melania Trump. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's funny because when you had the Kennedys and things, you know, they, they were, you know, Camelot and all this kind of stuff, boy, you know, every kind of fashion, you know, that, that she came out with and well, that wasn't the case when it came to Mrs. Trump. And so, uh, they, they literally just simply ignored her. You know, you didn't see much of her at all. And, uh, and, and they're going to want to jump on, on the Jill Biden train. Uh, they're, they're enamored with her. Uh, and they're going to see, you know, we're, we're going to see all of her choices for fashion. They're, we're going to see all the different things that she does. And wow, she's such a smart individual and all this kind of stuff. Uh, we are going to be inundated with Joe, uh, Jill Biden. And so uh, that's prediction number four. Prediction number five. Biden will not be impeached. <laughs> Unlike his predecessor, who, who was impeached twice, uh, once for a phone call and twice for calling for uh, a peaceful protest, uh, you know, he, Biden isn't going to be impeached. Now, there's already somebody uh, who has uh, sent uh, the uh, impeachment uh, articles. Uh, they, they've called for an impeachment of Joe Biden, and this was a representative and I'm, and you know, I mean, it's it, it's more tongue in cheek than anything else, kind of to prove a point. But uh, we, uh, but but the prediction that Joe Biden will not be impeached, I think, is going to hold up. Uh, and and the only way that this doesn't, um, I think, is is if uh, the Republicans get the House of Representatives, they <laughs> they might uh, go ahead and and do this in his last two years uh, there. But anyway, that's that, that's a whole other issue. Um, you know, the, I, I love Biden, uh, Biden's call for unity, uh, from a turning away from, uh, from ha harmful politics and all this kind of stuff that, that, uh, that he, um, was a big part of his inauguration speech and things like this. Um, I, I, I think, I think that those words are just hollow. And I think that, uh, if, if he really did want, uh, to have, uh, some, you know, unity and healing and things like that, that you would see things like, uh, him coming out against, the uh, trial that uh, is uh, set to happen in the Senate uh, to try to uh, impeach, well, he's already been impeached, but to uh, convict Donald Trump. Even though that's un unconstitutional, you can't do that when he's not president. 
I think they're going to try, and Biden is not going to put a stop to that. So, uh, again, I think his words are hollow. And that goes right into my prediction number six, which is Republicans will not want unity. (laughs) Uh, It's... It's, uh, it, this is a pretty easy one. Uh, you know, he's gonna, you're gonna see in the media that Republicans are just the ones that don't want unity, but Biden wants unity. Uh, his, like I said, his, his inauguration speech was full of, you know, we want unity type rhetoric, but will his actions match his words? Uh, will he call for an end to the Trump impeachment uh, trial? Uh, he, I mean, he didn't do it for the impeachment trial. Is he gonna, you know, call for an end to, uh, the Senate hearing uh, and and uh, and trial there. No, I you know, I, I don't think we're going to see that. Um, I and and the reason really for that is is the left and leftist definition of unity. I mean, your and I, my definition of unity is different than a leftist definition. And the leftist definition uh, would would be uh, that anybody who would oppose what they want to do. They don't want unity. <laughs> so uh, if if you want unity, then you have to get on board with their beliefs and the way they see things and what they want to do. If you're willing to do that, uh, then uh, then yeah, yeah, then, then that that's unity. But anything that opposes them, that's not unity. And so uh, my prediction, Republicans will not want unity. <laughs> and that's, a, I think, a pretty easy one. Uh, prediction number seven, Joe Biden's term will only last two and a half years. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, Joe Biden has already said that, that uh, you know, if he and Kamala Harris uh, ha- would have a disagreement on policy, that he would go ahead and step down and allow her to be president. Uh, he did say that. And, and we've also seen both of them uh, call this the Harris administration. Uh, I, I think these are uh, things that, that foreshadow what is uh, yet to come. Um, and, you know, some have said, well, you know, he's, he's going to get taken out right away so that Harris uh, it makes room for Harris to become president. Um, and I would say that uh, I think he's, they're going to wait for about two and a half years. That's my prediction. Uh, the reason for that is that uh, she can then serve out the rest of his term and still have the ability to serve two more full terms uh, up and above and beyond that. So uh, if they wait for the two and a half years, I mean, they're already, I mean, he's just a kind of a puppet anyway, a placeholder. Um, and and so if they wait for the two and a half years, then it makes uh, gives her much more time as president uh, if she continues to be reelected. Um, and... Um, and I, and I think, I think they're, you know, it's either going to come from, from Biden resigning, or if, if that's not going to be the case, they might take him out under the 25th amendment. But again, uh, that's for another podcast. All right. Prediction number eight, there will be the most firsts ever. (laughs) Um, you know, Biden loves his firsts and, 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 the liberals love their firsts. Uh, it's, it's just amazing to me to, to see all the things. Uh, it's identity politics, and uh, instead of putting the best person in there, we, we're going to want to put put somebody in who in there who is the first at something. And and we've already seen that. I mean, here's here's just a short list of uh, of firsts that we're already seeing. The first black deputy secretary of the treasury, the first black secretary of defense, the first Latino to lead the Department of Health and Human Services. In fact, under him, the first transgender assistant health secretary. Uh, first 
the, the first LGBTQ cabinet secretary. Uh, we have first Hispanic American White House Social Security secretary. Uh, first Native American cabinet secretary. The first woman to lead the U.S. intelligence community. The first woman deputy defense secretary. The first Latino and uh, immigrant as secretary of Department of Homeland Security. I know the Department of Homeland Security is you know, not that old, but anyway, he, they're the first. Uh, the first black man to lead the EPA. The first woman of color to chair the Council of Economic Advisors. The first woman of color as U.S. trade representative. The first woman of color to... Uh, and, and first South Asian American as director of the Office of Management and Budget. The first woman as Treasury Secretary. And of course, how, how can we forget that Harris is the first woman, first Indian American, first black, first South Asian American, and the first Asian ever elected as vice president. Yeah, they love their first. So anyway, we're going to see more of that. Uh, Prediction number nine, racism in America will get better. Wow. Um, and this is, this is going to be interesting. Um, you know, a, to, to, to have a 78-year-old white man who worked for bus segregation saying, quote, unless we do something about this, my children are going to grow up in a jungle, the jungle being a racial jungle, uh, who authored a crime bill, that was biased against blacks, who admired George Wallace and the Civil War South, who voted to protect the tax-exempt status of private uh, segregated schools, who said that if, if you don't vote for him, you're not black, and said poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids, called Barack Obama the first... I mean, this he was, he, he was vice president of Barack Obama... And he called Barack Obama the first sort of mainstream African-American who is articulate and bright and clean. And who led, he, he lied about marching uh, in the civil rights movement. And now this individual is president. And yeah, great. You know, I mean, knowing all of this, why wouldn't racism in, in America get better? That's a, kind of a duh, right? All right. And our last prediction, prediction number 10 the case against the Bidens and money uh, that they received from China, Russia, and the Ukraine will magically go away. Uh, just like we know that the emails of Hillary Clinton would have disappeared if she was elected, the investigations into Bi the Biden family and their corruption will just simply go away. Uh, we're not going to see a whole lot about that, even though uh, you know we have uh, the laptop information uh, from Hunter Biden. We know. Uh, there, there's there's so much information there. Uh, that stuff is just simply going to magically disappear and go away. We're not going to see much of that. Uh, and so um, that is prediction number 10 that I think is a pretty easy one. Uh, I think I think I'm pretty confident in most of these predictions. I think we're going to see a lot of this happen and uh, and we'll see. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll uh, come back and see what happens uh, here uh, later on as, as the administration goes forward and see how many, uh, I, I got right. So, uh, you can hold my feet to the fire on those. Uh, if you have other predictions, I'd love to hear those and you can always send those to for uncommon sense at gmail.com. That's for F O R uncommon sense at gmail.com. And thank you for listening.